here go. And welcome to episode 440 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... I must not fear. Fear is a mind killer. Fear is a little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where fear is gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Nice. <clears throat> little bit of Dune there for us. It's there Dune weekend. It's Dune. Finally, it's Dune weekend. Oh. <coughs> I won't even bury the lead. I saw it on Friday. Did you? Yeah, me and Nancy went to go see it in in out in XD, so basically an IMAX on the uh-huh. you know, the larger screen. And uh, it is glorious. Is it? It it's really well done. Like I tried really really hard not to watch it. As a fan, okay. Like I tried to watch it, and it's tough because, like, I'm trying not to watch it as like somebody who like I, I understand this. I'm trying to watch it as somebody. <coughs> who, if I'm watching this for the first time, would I get this? Would this story make sense to me? Right. And I couldn't do that. <laughs> like it just it just it doesn't work that way for me, unfortunately. Like. <coughs> I watched it and I thought, wow, this is a fantastic interpretation of Herbert's novel. Like, okay. you know, it and it, and it ends at a, at a point where you decide to say to yourself, okay, well, this ending makes sense. <clears throat> However, um, having Nancy who, like, you know, she watched, you know, Lynch's version of Doom like in 1985 and hasn't revisited it since. Uh-huh. She's never read the books. Like she has no clue. Um, having her as a sounding board was then nice because like I, she's like, I have questions, but for the most part, I get it. Okay. So Nancy, who like had like little to no clue whatsoever going into this, what it was, except it was a movie that. I was excited to see, and she thought it was very interesting. <coughs> yeah. the, story, the, the, the general story she understood, mm. but she did have some little questions about little things here and there, but overall she got it. Okay. Um, the Hans Zimmer soundtrack is, is amazing. Um, also, I, I, you know, I, I, I think it's a, if anything, if you take anything away from it, it's a beautifully shot movie. Okay. Vinavivev, however you pronounce his last name, shot the shit out of this. I mean, it is a gloriously shot movie. Mm. And uh, there are little things here and there that they, they put in or they took out. But overall, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. And I, I like, if it's of interest of you, I'm not saying, and that's the problem. Like, I think you should watch it. Yeah. Even though I know how much you hate sand, I think you should watch it because 
you know, we, we saw the original together. We, we saw the Lynch version together. And yeah. even though, like, your interest wasn't peaked enough to go read the book, mine was. I think this will redeem that story for you. And you'll gain interest in it at this point. Okay. Um, but overall, like, I mean, if, if I'll say this much, like, if, if you're somebody who's on the fence about, like, man, I don't know. I would highly recommend going seeing it. If it if it's some if it's if you've watched the trailers and it's of no interest to you, then I'm not going to tell you you should watch it. Yeah. Right, right. But if you're somebody who's like, man, I don't know, you know, it seems kind of confusing. I hear, you know, there's a lot of stuff to this. It's pretty dense. It is dense. It's a dense two and a half hours. It's a slow boiler of a movie. But at the same time, like to me, it it was. It it just it, it was the way the story has to be told. Like it, it it's not an action packed first. Like it's 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 the way like the last two Harry Potter movies are. Like the first half of this story is very slow and plot driven. There's not a ton of action. The second half is where all the action is going to come into play. Yeah, you know what I mean. <clears throat> and how many movies are they doing? At least two. Like I, yeah. you know, the Dune proper, like the just the story of Dune, I think is going to take two movies. I think you can, I think you can tell the second half of this with a with a second movie. It doesn't need a third. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then you get into like, you know, are you going to do Dune Messiah and Children of Dune, which those two books would just be probably be a movie each. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how far. Like, Her- Herbert only did the three books, I think. I think he did Dune Messiah and Children of Dune, and that was it. And I think anything else has been done after that has been done by like his son and uh, uh, Kevin J. Anderson. Okay. And uh, but I think those three, if like if if that's the, like the the holy trinity of Dune books, I think if you just go with those three, you've got something. A nice little franchise. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad you liked it. I'm, I'm glad I did, too. I'm, I'm glad I enjoyed it. Like I, I, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I knew I was going to. Because, like, at this point, like, I can appreciate the Lynch version. I can go back and watch the Lynch version and like it. Mm. You know? Only because I can fill in all the blanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, that that's the key to it is like my I have the knowledge that I can say, oh shit, yeah, that's the, well, okay, this should have been in here and I get why this is happening now and all that stuff because I have all that all that information is not being presented to you. Like it's a movie. If you're watching <clears throat> this this is a movie where if you're watching it at home, you have to put your phone down. Mm-hmm. Because you have to pay attention because a lot of information is given to you. The like the exposition is given to you in conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, little things here and there are explaining what is actually going on, but you have to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And to do that, you have to pay attention. Right. Because, you know, the question becomes like, okay, well, why does this happen at the end? Like, well, this doesn't make like well, it does if you understand 
what's really going on. And I, I, I don't want to ruin it because I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who listen to the show who who've never read the book. Right. And maybe the only thing I've seen is the Lynch movie. Mm. And that's their only point of reference. And so, so like, I, I don't want to ruin it by giving away like, well, this is X, Y, and Z that's happening. But like, you know, if, if anybody like watches and they have like a question, like uh, I'm happy to answer them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, but I feel like if, I feel like all the answers are there if you pay close enough attention to the movie. And like, when I kind of pointed that out to Nancy, I'm like, well, you know, this is important because all the way back in the first half hour of the movie, the Duke and, you know, Paul are having this conversation and he kind of explains it there. And so at the end of the movie, when you see this, it's like, oh, OK, well, that makes sense. And I understand, I understand what he's saying now. Like there, It's all it's all there. Right. It's just if especially if you're, if you're somebody who's just like, I'm not going to go to a theater. See, someone watching HBO Max. Put down your phone and give it your, your full attention, because right. by the end of the movie, there are going to be references back to the first half hour, the first ten minutes. Like it, you know, it, it all it all is one one thing. Yeah. That's so, cool. yeah. <clears throat> and I wanted to watch it again last night, but my stomach had other other plans for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So unfortunately, I, I do. I will watch it. I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably watch it tonight. Like I got mm. like a half hour into it. I'm like, okay, I, I, this is gonna happen. So after this, and once we are this all up, I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. <clears throat> you you've been a busy fella. Yeah, I'm just it's been a weird week. Yeah. Yeah, I just had to work the weekend, and I was just Saturday marked the end of the week, so yeah, I was tired. Oh, I'm sure. Busy working. Yeah. So yeah, it just came into my head, man. I got home and I was like, I'll sit here for a second, and I didn't even turn on the TV. I was just like, out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I haven't really done hardly anything. Yeah. I I had a busy few days. Like I, I took four days off. Not four days, I had two days off this week. So I had like a four day weekend. Mm. And uh like Thursday I spent like my morning putting away like all the uh the lawn furniture. Yeah. For the winter. It's like taking that down to the basement and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That which was you know, that's no fun. Then Friday we went to go see Dune. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, um, we went and we got Ahsoka's remains. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was a that was a rough one. Mm-hmm. You know. Getting the urn and stuff. And you're like, you know. I I mean it's goofy. I mean it's a cat, I get it, but still, like, especially with her Nancy, I mean that was her that was her cat. That was her soul, you know. Yeah. But they, they they did a good job. I mean, we went to um, we went through Strifflers, their beloved pet services, it's called. Yeah. And uh, 
mean, it's it's a ripoff. You know, I mean, it's but it's yeah. anything like this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I mean, they, they treated us very well. The guy, I think his name was Ed, Edward. I can't remember. I think it's Ed. Um, he treated us very well. Um, mm-hmm. he had, you know, and he was uh, like when we went in to get like when we to take to take her there. Um, like he recognized the name Ahsoka. He knew, so he knew we were Star Wars fans, and mm. he they called up me Friday while we were in the theater. Yeah. So like when I got out of the theater, I'm like looking like, well, this this is a this is a six seven eight number. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get many calls from the six six seven eight you know <laughs> area. Yeah. So um, I looked and you know my voicemail had the text, and it was like, oh shit. So I called them back. Like, I was like, we just got out of a movie, so um, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, he's like, oh, okay, well, what's a good time tomorrow? I'm like, noon. We'll just, we'll come at noon. Perfect. Yeah. So um, when we when we got there yesterday, he asked us what movie, <coughs> was, like a ten minute conversation with him about Dune, which was nice. Like, you know, so yeah. that was kind of cool. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> I converted him. You know, Nancy, like, it's like funny. Like the, the first weekend we went, like when the weekend the Soka passed. Nancy, Nancy, like offhandedly, like cause we were like talking, like you know, he's like, she was like, oh, he's got like superhero checks, and you know, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt, she's wearing her Ahsoka Tano shirt because of Ahsoka Pass, and you know, we, we name our cats after Star Wars characters and shit. And she's like, oh yeah, you know, he's the host of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. <laughs> and I'm like looking at her like, like I, thanks for plug, like like. You said it like in a way like he should know what the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast is. Like I'm sure he's never fucking heard of it, <laughs> you know. And she like said it like so off here like oh yeah he's the host of the Pittsburgh Nerd. I'm sure you listen. You're well aware. <laughs> you know I'm like yeah. well I'll give it a try. I'm like oh yeah. Not not around uh not, not around uh, mixed company. <laughs> you know <laughs> it is not safe for for funeral homes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was yesterday. Cause that was like my weekend it was like it's a busy weekend. Today was like the only day. Like even today, like I went, you know, I had to go food shopping. Yeah. And uh, I did lay in the mulch. Ah. Uh, amongst the break in the clouds. Yeah. <clears throat> Not today, but during the week. Yeah. That's the other funny thing, like, like two weeks ago, it was like seventy-five degrees of a thousand percent humidity. Yeah. Like I was still like running my air conditioner to like, yeah. You know, not, not that it was hot, but it was like it was so damn sticky, you know. Right. But, like all of a sudden, it's like fifty-two degrees and rain. Yeah. Like, we hit this rain. Yeah. It just won't let up. I mean, it's been raining for like six days now, five days. Yeah. Like, yeah. like all weekends. Yeah. Tornadoes? Like Thursday, like I, yeah. Like Thursday, fuck? I got this stuff in. And like, you know, it was like immediately after I got this stuff in, it was like, you know, thunder, lightning, and the sky yeah. broke open. Like, it, has, it has tornadoes in like end of October. Yeah. I don't know if it's hard. Yeah, 
goddamn water in the morning isn't cool yet. <laughs> Still boiling. <laughs> the morning's giving us uh Yeah. What do you call it? The Monongahela Hill is having an environmental impact. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The warm water off the Mon, cool air. I'm sure it does something. <laughs> Ask Bubby Brister. <laughs> huh? Ask Bubby. Bubby Brister. He'll know, he'll tell you. <laughs> if we ever have a zombie apocalypse, brother, it's gonna come straight from the Mon. Yeah. First thing. Well, I'd love, like, you know, Portview Fire Department now has, like, a river rescue team. Yeah. With, like, divers and everything. Like, I mean, they went all out. Like, the, the shit that they're doing, like, they've, they've got a submersible drone and everything. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. And um, I'm just thinking to myself, man, if I was still a part of that fire department, you couldn't put me anywhere near that fucking boat. <laughs> I ain't going to that one. <laughs> you know, I can walk across the yacht, but I ain't going in that fucking barn. <laughs> you know, hey, we're doing dive training today off of uh, down Elizabeth. No, we ain't. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like catching fish out of that barn. No. What fish? No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, uh, I don't know. I don't even like taking it. I don't even like touching the water. No. I'm serious. I haven't. I probably haven't fished them on. And, well, I threw a couple of casts in the down a glass board, but I just don't do it. I, just, I don't know. No, I, I don't blame you. I wouldn't. It's just filthy. Yeah. Everything's so filthy on that river. It's just, it is. I don't know what it is. Any place, anywhere to fish, it's just filthy. Yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> I went fishing one time, like, down there at the uh, the mouth of the Yakagani, where it connects to the Mon. That felt nasty. Or down on 10th War. Yeah, like, down in that area, like, right down there. Yeah. Like, under the bridge and shit. I was just like, oh, this feels dirty. <laughs> right. I don't like this. I'm going, I'm going a few miles down the road. <laughs> yeah, it's sketchy down there. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was like half of it. Yeah, you just, you know, when you get up further up the yacht, you don't shank me. Yeah, you get up further up the yacht, you don't have to, you don't worry as much so much about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But uh, get up by the old train bridge. Yeah, you're more worried about wildlife, not yeah, wild idiots. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Got two bucks, man. <laughs> nope. Look, I got nothing, man. Yeah. I I only use card, brother. <laughs> 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 Sorry, man. I only, got, only got plastic. It's like the hustle all over Pittsburgh. I you know. Bucks, I saw one dude. Where was I? 
I don't know if I was in White Oak or I don't remember where I was at Homestead man. I don't know what it is. Came out of somewhere and he was like, You got two bucks, man. You know, wife kicked me out. Look at these shoes, man. I gotta catch the bus. I'm like, that's a shame, man. I said I did. I get out of the store, I was like, that's a shame, man. I only carry a card, but you know, I hope your day gets better. I did yeah. I said that to him. I was like, I hope your day gets better, sir. And it's sloughed. I was like, I've been growing never, up with that. It never fails. They're like, stranded in the key sport, but they're like from like Greensburg or something. And they're just trying yeah. to get home. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just trying I'm just trying to get a jitney to take me home. Like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> it just it drives me crazy. <clears throat> yeah. That's it's what we like, sometimes going through not just McKeesburg, but Oh, a lot of times McKeesburg. It always seemed like and you worked there, so you know more than anybody. Yeah. But uh it's like I'm telling you, it's like that opening scene in an airplane. Yeah. Not the oh, opening yeah. scene, but when he's, when he's trying to get through all the you know, the Hare Krishnas and he's trying yeah. to these religious groups and he's like fighting them and stuff. That's how I feel sometimes when you get on there. It's oh like, yeah. No. I just want to get my gas and get the fuck out of here. They they are building at the bottom of Hartman, like where that like across the I street saw, from they're building a get go where that car wash used to be. Yeah. I told Nancy I will still drive up to the one on thirty before I ever use that one. Because of the yeah. riffraff. It'll be down there. Yeah. Speedway gets kind of sketched down there too. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I hate going to that. In fact, I don't, unless it's like I just, for some ungodly reason, like have to. I refuse to stop at that speedway there. Every time I stop at that speedway there, I'm getting a panhandler who's giving me the soft story about like you know, yeah man, I'm 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 from Still Rocks man. I'm just trying to get a jitney <laughs> home. Or uh, uh, two bucks. You know, know what jitney's taking you to Still Rocks for two bucks, but. Or, uh, <laughs> or there's police presence. Yeah, there's police Constantly. presence. There's, there's a panhandler who's trying to hit me up because he's trying to go home, and you know the place is just like I'm, I'm standing in line like to pay like to pay a bill like you know I'm, I'm going in there like I'm gonna get myself a snack and something to drink, and I've got to wait in line while three different people are buying their wraps for their weed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just people. They're working. asking what flavor what flavors do you have? People don't even look happy to be working there. No, they're just like oh. Deer in the headlights look at 24-7. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I was just... I I was... Where was I the other day? I was up by you. And there's a Sunoco right before you turn up onto White Oak. Past Blooms. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. That that sketchy one that we we assume... is a front. We yeah. talked about that place before. Did we? 
Yeah, we always talk about how sketchy that that one and the one up by the airport that's got the bad smell going back towards the bathrooms. Oh, the that's Seven Eleven. Yeah, I mean, that's horrible. But that, we talked about that. It's like that sketchy one down there. Right before you hit, going toward Niagara's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you yeah, can make a right there and go up by the Legion. Yeah. Yeah. So I went in there, <clears throat> and uh, I, I think I was taking Ellie to dance, dance class. And I went in there, and uh, it never fails that it was some out-of-towner, or not even an out-of-towner. I don't even know where he was from. But he was getting gas, and then they had to play the numbers. And, I, and I'm late. I'm not late, but it's going to make me late. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're dropping $20 and they've got specific numbers. Like, like you can't even yeah. like do the randomizer. Like, you know, so the spit and spits out a ticket. No, you've got specific numbers. You got to play your great aunt's birthday. Yeah. And, but then there's know. communication issues between the two. And then he messed up the numbers. And then oh, you know, that's when you think it's over. <laughs> yeah. Then he needs cigarettes. No, I mean, well, yeah, he needed smokes and he needed uh, um, blunts, right? Yeah, but he can only have a certain kind of blunt, and he gave him other blunts, and they weren't wood tip blunts. And then he said, "No, man, I don't want these. I want the wood tip." I mean, I get it. I mean, your preference to smoke, but I mean, it was just this whole fiasco. Yeah, you're sitting there for fifteen fucking minutes. minutes. Yeah, and it's just like this isn't convenient. No, like I, I, this, I, I'm late. I'm literally yeah. three minutes away from getting her to dance, and I have to wait for, you know, all of this. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit. Play your lottery separately. You can do it on yeah. your own right at the machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, but now you got to jump in the car like Dom Toretto. Yeah, it's like the cannonball run all the way down the fucking, the fucking dance class. Yeah. Seriously. It's like, like flying, and always like looking at me like, well, I mean, like, I don't know what else to say. I'm not mad. I just, I'm yeah. out of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, I'm not, not driving angry. It's just, you know, I had to wait like 10 minutes for yeah, someone to pick out what they wanted. And it was, it was a nightmare. Now I've got to go 90 miles an hour for the next three miles. I mean, if you could have seen my face. Oh, I can imagine. Like line, I look just like Eddie Murphy from Trading Spaces. Yeah. When you said the whole that line, yeah. Like what? Uh, what did he say? What was it? Uh, pork belly, like you yeah. would find in a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. <laughs> in that yeah. face, right after he said that, yeah, that's my face in line. And like yeah. three minutes in, uh, that's it. That's that was my face. It that's was unbelievable. <clears throat> If the rain sneezes, oh, <laughs> the fuck! I don't understand this rain. It's gonna be like that winter we had, where it rained from like October to May. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god! Never seen so much rain in the winter in my life. Yeah, that was a, yeah, like the 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 creeks were so fucking high. Yeah, because it just kept raining. It never stopped yeah, raining. Never stopped raining. Once. Yeah. Months. And it was just stated that it's just stayed this cold. Yeah. Or under. 
like yeah. right above freezing where it's not going to snow. Like, you know, like 40 degrees. Yes. And just fucking miserable. Rain. That was the yeah. one of the worst winters I've ever been through. Yeah, it was so fucking miserable that year. <clears throat> I mean, if we would have had, if we would have had uh, snow, we'd have looked like Vale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would have been like you'd be driving through tunnels of snow. It was sick. It'd be packed. It'd be like stacked so high on the sides of the road. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Jesus. Might have to pause here for a second. Okay. Just a heads up. I'll let you know. Okay. It's coming. The big one's coming. You know, I just have to blow my nose here in a second. Yeah. Having like an allergy attack. Yeah. All in the name of podcasting. All in the name of podcasting. That's right. These are the sacrifices we make, people. Sacrifices other people make. We forgot. I'm not even going to forget. I mean, we're only a half hour into the show. We're finally getting around to, you know, I want to thank Todd Wolfston. Yeah, right. on the show last week. It's only a half hour in. Fuck him. But no, it was a great guest last week, and uh, we want to thank again our good friends at the Nerd Corner for hosting <laughs> us. As Ian sneezes, got a fucking gin. Yeah, let's take a break real quick. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, I'll come back and I'll do my my thank yous. Good yes. lord. Okay. Feel better. Holy hell. Yeah. See, like six more times. Jeez. I did on Friday. Um, my days are all mixed up because I don't even know where I'm at. Um, that's what happens when I work on the weekend. It's yeah. like everything gets fucked up. I know. Yeah. I went to a show concert. Oh, okay. On Friday down at AE. Uh-huh. Um, Angels and Airwaves. Okay. Um. It's uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, lead singer from Blink. Anyway, um, it's really good. I mean, I was it was the first time I've ever been down there. Um, inside, you know what I mean? I thought you'd been to shows at A stage AE before, not inside. Oh, okay. Just outside. Um, I didn't know there was a difference. Tom DeLong. Um, yeah, there's a there's a difference. <laughs> I mean, there's okay. the outdoor stage and everything like that, but inside. Um, I wouldn't say it's as big as AE on the in. I mean, outside of AE, but on the inside, it was it was pretty nice. I mean, it could pack yeah. some people in there. Then they had a bar section. Then they have a balcony there. Yeah, it's good to get balcony tickets or anything like that. But um, sound was incredible. It was a great show. I mean, this That's is the good. first show I've been to. You know, for a long time since yeah, yeah. I mean, 
they aren't made in anything. Um, yes, and you know before March of twenty twenty. Yeah, but uh, man, was it good? I mean, like real good. Sound was yeah. incredible. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, but there's another twist to it too. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this guy. Um, so he's the lead singer of Blank for years. We, and you know Blank songs. I know you say no, but you've heard them. I've, I'm sure I have, but I couldn't, like, if you played one for me, I'd be like, yeah, I've heard it, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Yeah, it's an old band, but um, he is big on this alien research and uncovering truth and all this crap. Yeah. A lot of money and like time is spent on yeah. this alien research UFO kind of stuff. Right. And he like actually, and there was a couple documents released from the government that you know proof of the UFO. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Um, but that was he was partly behind that, so he's like huge on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's pretty neat. I mean. He talked a little bit about it at the show, but then mostly it was just music. But the music's actually really good. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that it's like, I used to always say it, it was like, oh, it's like a grown-up version of Blank, but it's not. It's it's different. I mean, his yeah. drummers, his basses, I think, came from the Killers. You've heard the Killers. Yeah. Um, the drummer came from Nine Inch Nails, I think. Mm-hmm. The Ten. And then... I think the other guitarist is from the used, maybe. I don't know. But it's a it's a really good band. I yeah. mean, it's like, I wouldn't say. I mean, if we were in the 80s, we'd call it a super group. You know what I mean? Right. But it's really good, and the singing was on point. And, and I've heard a lot of stuff like Blank Live isn't, isn't very good. I mean, yeah. they're good, but it's not like his voice suffers, you know? Yeah. And I, this was like album quality yeah. sound that was coming out from him. It was, it was like really good. Maybe because he's writing in his own range. I, I don't know, but yeah. it was great. So the crowd was okay. The crowd was actually pretty good. It was just, we happened to be standing next to some drunks that was just like, man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I had to move. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't stand next to you anymore. Yeah. Bumping into me. That's the worst. Yeah. It's just like, give me a break, dude. It was bad. Sounds it. But uh, just that part. But it was a good show. Highly recommend. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad glad you went to one. Especially live. It was, the sound was, it was amazing. I was pretty impressed. How were you? Like, I, I mean, you had the experience with the drunks, but like. How are you being in a crowd? Not well. I mean, I wore my mask the entire time, and I had my sanitizer and everything. Yeah. But I said at one point, they were just getting... I needed open space. Yeah. <laughs> and I found that <clears throat> toward the back of the uh, venue. Yeah. Um, you know, if this was summer or whatever, lawn seats would be a blessing to me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just had to find open space there. I mean, it, was right. just, it was just too, 
I couldn't pack it in like that. Yeah. And, but I think at the same point, I was like, maybe I'm just too old for this shit. You know what I mean? That is a part of it. I mean, as yeah. weird as that sounds. Uh, the two opening bands, like they had two opening bands too. And when we first got there, we were pretty close. Yeah. I'd say four rows back. Standing yeah. room only four rows. Right. And, um, first opening band was really good. I wish I could remember the name, but I can't. And, uh, so <clears throat> that band played and I, I, I like, I liked that first band. Um, pre- it was pretty good. It was kind of raw. It was, you know, it was good though. Good sound. Yeah. Second band came on. They were the, like the more popular of the two. I mean, you know, the two openers. Right. And, uh, I was just like, I couldn't get into it. I, I was just like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's doing like this George Jefferson shuffle while he's singing. And I was like, and it's supposed to be rock, but it's like, yeah, it sounds really, really eighties ish to me. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, mm. you know what I mean? Like I just, yeah. I just couldn't get into it. And then, you know, it started packing in. And I was like, okay, we got to go. I mean, I got to go. I, yeah. I said the girls, I told the girls, I was like, I just, I have to get in the back. There's just too many people around me. Because right. at that point, it was from the front. I mean, you're like, right. it's packed. <clears throat> but for me, I was, yeah, I was uncomfortable at a couple points. But once I got into open space, I was okay. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I had to work the next day. That's part of yeah. the reason why I tired today because i didn't get home till after 12 yeah i'm gonna say you're at 12 12 between 12 and 1 yeah and what we did was we went down to i went i drove down to first ave first avenue mm-hmm. the prison is for pittsburgh i mean or people who live around pittsburgh and then uh i parked in that garage right there yeah and then uh parked in that garage and and uh, took the sh- took the T down. Okay. The T is free from First Avenue all the way to wherever you want to go, North Side or wherever right. you want to go in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty easy. I actually yeah. was nice. We had to walk like a block and a half, I think, just to, you know, to get to AE, but it was completely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of fighting traffic down there and paying fifteen or twenty dollars to park, I just took the T. We took the T for six bucks and. Or not even that parked for six dollars total, and then the tea was free. Yeah, so it was completely worth it to me. I love the tea, dude. <laughs> for those people that don't, that's like right. Pittsburgh subway. That's, yeah, it's Pittsburgh version of the subway. Yeah, but uh, man, it was nice, man. I I loved it. Here was something interesting I was thinking about the other day. <clears throat> you know. We we refer to Heinz Field and PNC Park as like the new stadiums. They're 20 yeah. years old this year, <laughs> right. you know. Um, but people are still like, yeah, the new stadium, you know. <laughs> but uh, so that but like like Three Rivers Stadium was 30 years old when it was tore down. 31, 31 years old when it was tore down. Right. Um. So we're like 10 years away from that. Do you see, like especially like when you look now at how stadiums are being built today. Like I look at like 
I look at Jerry World in Dallas. I look at SoFi Stadium. I look at um, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium down there in Atlanta. You know, the, these stadiums with these massive scoreboards and all the amenities and stuff. Do you see – like, I don't think they'll ever te- – like, I think PNC Park is here to stay. I think it's built to last. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, you know, but do you see, like, maybe the Steelers, like, in, in 10 years saying, like – yeah, we need to build a new stadium. Um, I, I don't know. Because um, you've been like, to Heinz Field recently. So, like, you've yeah. got a better feel for it than I do. Like, I, when I was there, like, 10 years ago, like, I felt like there's no, like, I, I'm a no-frills guy when I go to a sporting event. I don't need all the extra bullshit. Yeah, I don't need I don't just want to watch a game. Right. But like, and, and But I think Heinz Field is bare bones like that. Like, yeah, um, it is. I don't, um, unless they want to upgrade to more. See, I I don't know, because I haven't been to another stadium outside Heinz Field. So I don't know really what it, no, or even looked at pictures of other stadiums. I mean, at some point during Heinz Field and some upper sections, they're just bleachers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, like that, 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 that closed in end zone, like when you go all the way up to the top, like yeah. that section up there, that's not about bleachers. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no comfortable seating up there. No, it's not. And, um, I mean, it is pretty basic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it is basic. Um, it's plain Jane, even when you get outside the vendor, not vendors, but, you know, snack area, whatever you want to call it, the concessions. The, um, the, the, the concourses. Yeah, I mean, those are all just bare bones either. Unless yeah. you're in, like, you know, luxury seating or you you have, you know, there's box sections or the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Fame, but the Hall of... Uh, the Hall of Heroes or whatever they call it. Legends or whatever yeah. it's called. That's nice, you know. But you think, you know, when you walk into that one part, you're like, oh, it's all like this. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not uh, very cushy at all. Now, the opposite is at, is at PNC. Um, when you walk up there and, and get up on top of those escalators, it's like you feel like you've been transported to like 1930 watching going to watch Ruth. Right. I mean, it's just the way the signage is. It's the way the vendors are. It's just the whole. The, the, the architecture is meant the, to instill that. Yeah, it's that low ceiling. Era. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like that, that low ceiling effect. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and just, it's so personal when you sit in your seats at, at a baseball game. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's great. Like, PSC Park is like, you know, I think it's 35,000 people for seating, you know, for, you know, which is like perfect for Pittsburgh baseball, you know, yeah. it, it it's not, I mean, you know, when they were at three River stadium, I mean, that was 65,000 people. And that thing that felt cavernous for a baseball yeah. game. Like it just, it felt too big. Yeah. It PNC feels much more intimate. And I think like, I mean, it's built to last. Like this is meant to be a statement they play in for the next 50 years, <clears throat> you know, like it's, and it's built in a way that it's cost. They it can evolve it with modern times, but yet still keep that bygone era feel 
Yeah, it doesn't feel too big at all. Yeah. Even when not, it's, there's not many people there, it still doesn't feel like right. too big. But at this at the same time, like you can't do to a baseball field what they're doing with football fields now. Like I mean, like I said, like I I bring up like SoFi Stadium that just opened last year, and Allegiant uh-huh. Stadium in, in Las Vegas that opened last year. So I mean, they're really opening to the public this year. Um. You look at those stadiums, and even like uh, like I said, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, like they have those those massive scoreboards that go from like end zone to end zone, and they're like circles. So like if you're lo- looking below, you're looking up into the circle to see the information or the, the replays, and like it's yeah. just and it has just all these like amenities and like like. SoFi, te- while it technically has a roof, is considered an outdoor stadium because it doesn't have any sides. Okay. They had like a, a lightning delay because, like you know, they don't. It's not an indoor stadium, even though it has a roof, which is like weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's like like has all these amenities that like make the 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 football watching experience more exciting, quote unquote. But then I look at like Heinz Field and like you're right, it's like it feels very bare bones, which to me is fine. Like I don't need all those amenities. Right. You know. But yet I wonder if in ten years, you know, you reach a point where you say, Well, this this stadium is outdated, we need to build a new one. Right, right. Like I football think... state other than Lambeau Field. Football stadiums don't hold charm. Right, right, right. You know, college football stadiums do. But I think that's just a college football thing. And I think, I mean, that's <laughs> mostly in the South. Like, other than, like, Notre Dame and, like, like the big house in Michigan or the, you know, or, you know, I, and even Columbus is like, you know, they used to just be a horseshoe that they, you know, now it's not, but they still call it the shoe. I mean, there are places like, for the most part, like, you know, st- college football stadiums are kind of like interchangeable, you know, but like in, col- in in pro football, like other than like Lambeau Field, like stadiums don't hold charm, like you know. Right. It, I think it, with it, Pittsburgh, it's mostly on the outside versus what's on the inside. Yeah. Like it's all the all that shit on the outside and the tailgaters and then. The way the grounds are kept, and because it looks good from the outside, yeah, but it's pretty bare bones once you get on the inside, yeah. To me, as with PNC, I mean, I love how PNC, the PNC looks like it's just dropped in the middle of a city, and that's exactly how Forbes Field was, right? Um, but the way they built up, you know, the North Shore like that, it is kind of in its own little city. Yeah, it's like. It's weird, like you're walking down the street and there's businesses and all this stuff and everything's like, looks newer, but yet has that old Pittsburgh city look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's just so built up there now. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's the entrance to the, you know, there's the entrance to the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, wow, Tony's Wagner. You know what I mean? Like it's, and the way they've designed it down, they did a really good job at the North Shore. It's really they really designed it very pretty well, right? I mean, parking is still atrocious, but um, right. I mean, that's, that's the major problem. You, you went from having all this space to park at, 
to, well, we need to build this up. And so they build it up and now there's no place to park. Right. Which is like a weird thing. That, like, I think other people are like, well, that's just what happens. But like, you don't understand this is Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, you know, people want to park at the stadium. They want to tailgate at the stadium. They want to walk to the end of the stadium from like, you know, drinking a barrel of beer. Right, right. And exactly. now you can't do that anymore because it's all buildings and restaurants and bars and like the real tailgaters are like they have a gold lot. Yeah. They, they, gold they pay lot. a pretty price for that. Yeah, you know you're paying I mean? a premium price for that. And like and everybody else is like scattered around the North Shore. Yeah, like at the Clark building or something. Like yeah. The yeah. Yeah. I I just um which I guess it would bother me more if I was younger. Now I'm comfortable with just taking the tea down. Yeah. Because I mean, like literally, the tea lets you off right there, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll pay that price of like, well, even cheaper when you're, you know, in town. But you know, I if I get games, I usually catch the tea and like. Whitehall, that area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Baltimore. Yeah. I'll catch it. Or not Whitehall. I don't even know what it is down there. But I mean, like, near there. I mean, we're yeah. five minutes away from Whitehall. Um, yeah. And pay my five bucks or whatever. Yeah. You bet the park <laughs> to get the tickets. Yeah. And then literally, the T r- literally lets you off, like, right next to the stadium. Right. Yeah, I know. Was, I remember when they were building that that station and the tunnel underneath and everything. Yeah, I mean it's beautiful, and yeah. so like it eliminates, um, it it eliminates that just fighting that goddamn traffic at Steeler games. Now, when yeah. I went to PNC, I didn't have that at all. Yeah. Like I, I literally I parked right up the street. Not even up the street. I mean, like, you know where the Honus Wagner statue is? Yeah. Literally, I parked a half a block on the left, and I got a parking space for, like, six bucks. Yeah. And it was a night game. Yeah. Now, well, if they're and stuff, you're not going to get yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, dif- the difference is 10,000 people are showing up to a pirate game. Yeah. 60,000 people are showing up for a Steeler game. Yeah. I know. I Ye- mean, I remember. Yesterday, yesterday for the pit yeah. game, there was about 50,000 people there. Oh really? Yeah, they they, they actually they actually filled that stadium up a bit for but I mean, wow. it was Clemson. Clemson was in town. Yeah, as a nationally televised game against you know against even though they weren't ranked, it's still fucking Clemson. It's Dabo Sweeney Clemson, you know. So the, the, they actually filled that stadium up. I was impressed by that. But uh, yeah, it was working. <laughs> I saw all the all the fans. Yeah. Like up at the peak because I think they pick them up in buses and dr- take them yeah. down to the game. Yeah, take the kids, they keep the kids down to the, the game there. Yeah. yeah. But, I still uh, think Pitt is its own stadium, <laughs> but it works for them. I I agree with you. Like I I think Pitt should have their own stadium. I don't know where you put it. That's the problem. Yeah, have, there's mean, nowhere to put it. There's nowhere to put it. So I understand why they they don't have one. But I mean, it's like that situation of like, because I mean, it's, I mean, they tore down, you know, Pitt Stadium to put up the Peterson Event Center, and all honesty, that was probably the better decision. Yeah, because the Peterson Event Center is glorious. It but, is. Um, 
but I mean, it's just the, the problem is, I mean, again, they're a team that you know, they should have a statement that seats like 40,000 people and they're in a statement that seats 65,000 people. Right. So when they're drawing 30, it, it, it looks half empty. Yeah. And it looks like you know, no one's going to the game. Yeah. You know, you look around, you see a lot of yellow seats, which is my concern. Cause I mean, they're like, you know, they're like, you know, we want to rock the Royal. They wanted to, you know, they wanted to bl- do like a blue out. And right. yeah, I was thinking to myself, oh man, it's going to look bad if nobody shows up for this fucking game, you know? It'll be blue and like all this yellow everywhere. And but luckily, like yeah, it looked like it was a pretty good crowd. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that some people went down there. Yeah, it just always looks so bare. I mean, I and I think in contrast, like uh, there's so many Steeler fans that go to games. Yeah, even when it's not like sold out, quote you know, it still looks full. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, a lot of times the games are sold out. A lot of times yeah. the games are sold out, but um, you know, people just don't go to the game or whatever. Well, yeah, you, you, I mean, they every game, every Steeler game is sold out. Like you know that that they are sold out. Yeah, it, it, I'm, what just, I'm saying is like right. It's just a matter is. of how many no shows do you have, and I don't want to see even if the Steelers stink. Like, there are people who like still go go see that game. Oh you yeah. Know? Like I, I, you know, people are like, hey, you want my tickets? Yeah, hey, you want, you know, you, yeah, I'll, I'll go to a fucking. I don't care if they stink. I'll go see them. You know, that's but that's that's Steelers. You know. Right, right, right. You know, Pitt. You know, Pitt's nationally ranked. When you know, if you got like you know Miami coming next week. Miami stinks. No, nobody's gonna go see that game. They'll, they'll be, next week they'll be back right. to like you know thirty thousand people in that stadium. Right, right. You know, but yeah, you look at the stadiums that barely have anybody in them. Yeah. Um, our our season tickets are always sold, and our seats are usually sold. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah, football. Like, yeah, like you know, Steelers. It's it's a sellout, but ten thousand people no show. Yeah, yeah. You know. For whatever reason, I mean, that that's just whatever. We you bought your ticket, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a, we're a pit game. It's like you know they've sold. If if you sell forty thousand tickets and ten thousand people no show, it looks awful. Yeah, it does. You know, so <laughs> it does. that's the difference. Yeah. So to answer your question, I don't know if they'll make a new one or not. I don't see why they would. I mean, I just I, the only reason I, I don't wonder, know what improvements you can make to it. You know what I mean? Like, I, the only reason I say I asked a question is is because it's one of those situations where, like, you and I, we don't care that Heinz Field is bare bones. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not there for the amenities. I'm there for the game on the field. Yeah. But, you know. In the next 10 years, a younger generation of fans are going to be the, the season ticket holders. And yeah. that younger generation of fans, they want more than just being watching a game on the field. Right. You know, and so how do you. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Heinz Field still has that college vibe to it. 
that college level vibe. Does that make sense? Like it's just bare bones. It's not. It's not right, meant but like, to. Right, but like our generation, which are like the, probably the majority of the season ticket holders, Gen X is probably the majority of the season ticket holders at this point. Okay, mm. and we grew up in an era of you know I'm here just to watch the game. You know, right. I think I think we're at a point like I I hey if you want to give me Wi-Fi that's awesome. You know, I'm sure, mm. but I I feel like like the next generation of fans that's coming up that are going to be those season ticket holders, that they're the generation that's going to be like, I need Wi-Fi because I'm gambling on my phone. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not just there for the game. They're, they're there for much more than the game. And those amenities are something that, you know, can Heinz Field produce that? You know, I don't know the answer to that. No, neither do I. But I just I wonder because it's like I feel like PNC Park, they're not. And the more important, so where do you put that stadium in? Because like you've built up the North Shore, there's no place for where you can build a new stadium after tearing down. You know what I mean? Like at the time, like Heinz Field was built, and Three River Stadium was (coughs) there. It was all parking lots. Right. You know, so it wasn't that big of a deal to build Heinz Field next to the Three River Stadium. Now there's nowhere to build a new stadium in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm still surprised they didn't put the ice rink down there. I am to have the trifecta down there, but that way you had sports all year round. Yeah, in that area. Sure. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm kind of glad consoles were whatever it's called now is where it's at. Yeah, I think that's tradition. Yeah, you know, they built that across the street from the the old Civic Arena. Yeah. But I like the fact that it's in town. Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy to get to. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Much more easier than... It's easy to get out of. Yeah. For some reason. It's only a place in sports that I mean, like I've been to where it's pretty much easy to get to and it's easy to get out. Yeah. Because there's so many ways to go home. Yeah. And there's good access for people that live to the north and the south. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to get out of there. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice rink too. It doesn't hold the charm of the arena, but it's modern. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It serves its purpose. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have the, you know, aluminum sheets in the back. Yeah. Yeah. People pound. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think it gets, I mean, it gets loud in there, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't get as loud as the Civic Arena used to. No. Not, that not place well. used to fucking shake. Yeah. And I mean, but, the, uh, the dome, with the, the metal dome with the way it held the, the sound and everything, I mean, yeah, that's that's a whole thing that, like, that was the charm of the of the Civic Arena, or the, the Mellon uh, Arena, if you will. But, uh, but I like the new place. It's nice. Yeah. If we're talking about Pittsburgh sports venues. Yeah. Peterson's nice too, I'd say. I like I like what they've done with the remodel, like <clears throat> like especially like behind the pit bench, like they took those like club seats out, whatever those fucking things were. I mean, you know, they've redone it. I mean it's evolved rather nicely. But like even when I was going to games 10, 11 years ago, uh-huh. I, 
I mean, luckily I got to go to games that were like Pitt was like phenomenally good, like you know, top top five nationally. Yeah, and yeah. that place was just rocking, you know. Well, they kind of I this summer, well in fall, um, they redid the all the marble floors. Yeah. In the front. Yeah. Like all that was uh, been redone. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's taken forever. Yeah. But uh, they've redone the entire floor base when you go in. All those, all that marble. Yeah. yeah it's all done. It has a big, a big, uh, huge pit script. Yeah. Right across, like inlaid into the. Yeah. Marble. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, when the place was initially built, it was like you know, I I think it had like the. The, the panther logo that they use at the time yeah but uh this isn't like the old school pit script yeah uh, well yeah inlaid. what they use what they've gone back to thank god yeah inlaid into the floor into the marble yeah. flooring and it's not I, like blue or anything it's like an off yellow like it's not it's almost like a cream color it's, yeah. a, it's not like blazing you know yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like a cream color. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like very subtle. But yeah, you can see it. It's huge. But it's nice. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, it looks gorgeous. I even liked, and I, I was I, surprised, but like I shouldn't have been, but they did this for Pitt. Because they do this every once in a while for Pitt. They, they actually put like the the current, like that Panther logo that they're using now. Yeah. They had that at the 50-yard line. And then yeah. in the 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 end zone the open end end zone they actually had panthers written in script that's cool yeah it was like it was like really nice it was like it looked really nice for like a nationally televised game like instead of like just like 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 what they used to do is that just like put like a white circle in the at the 50 yard line and like like have like pit written there like in like the script pit Uh, because like you could just tell they were just like you know painting over the steeler logo yeah, yeah, you know, and they make it easy yeah. to just paint back over for the Steelers, but like this was like nice. It looked really nice. I was like, they went all out for a nationally televised game. I was like, I appreciated that. That's cool. Yeah, and we won. Yeah, they won, twenty-seven seventeen. Not a bad record now, huh? What they're six and one. Are they? Yeah. I knew they were up there, but yeah, they're, they ranked. Yeah, they're ranked uh, what seventeenth in the AP, I think. Really, that's not bad. It's amazing, like. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. Like, I hate to say this because it's like you know, as a Pitt fan, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're, they're going to play Miami. Miami's won three games all year, I think, and they're you know, like I'm just waiting. Like, they're just like, yeah, they'll just blow it against Miami. But um. <laughs> But it, the, like they're in a position where they could win the ACC. Like yeah. there's no dominant team in the ACC right now. Like it, like Clemson for the past six years has been this dominant force, and there's no dominant force. So, and like I just I don't know when it happened, but all of a sudden Kenny Pinkett became an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Like, and I've watched Kenny Pinkett for four years. Yeah. And. Like he's always been like, oh, he's he's okay for a college quarterback. He's not phenomenal. He's not great. This year he's fucking phenomenal. He's hitting guys in stride. He is he is throwing dimes. 
it's like amazing to watch. And it's like, what the fuck happened with this kid? <laughs> like all of a sudden he went from being like a, Hey, maybe this guy could get drafted in the NFL and have like a good career as a backup to like, he is going to be probably a first round draft pick now. Right. Right. Like he's Joe Burrow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, what the fuck? Good for yeah. him. I'm happy for him. But <laughs> right, it's still right. like, it's amazing because like I've watched his career and I never saw this coming. <laughs> it's nuts, right? Yeah. And we were having this conversation. I know. Neither can I. What about Pitt? Yeah. Winning. I know. Trust me. I'm looking at their schedule. I'm going, none of these teams scare me. But every single one of them scares me. Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, in the back of your head, yes. Like any other team, you'd be like, oh, they're going to run the table. And for me, I'm like, well, they should run the table, but this is Pitt, so <laughs> you know. All right. And who did they play? Uh, not who they played, but Penn State lost to Illinois or something like that. Well, that was at home to Illinois. Yeah, in nine Ooh. overtimes. That's bad. Awful. Unless Illinois is that good. No. Uh, Illinois, is, I think, like goes their second one of the season. Oh shit! Yeah, I bet it got uh, pretty dreary up in Penn State after that one. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, it's that thing though of like, I, I don't know it, like. That was talking about, and I agreed with him at the time, like when, when we had the first Nerd Corner show and we were at Luch's afterwards. He yeah. was talking about, like, man, we could go into Columbus and beat Ohio State. We've got a chance this year. Like, at that time, he was, like, really, really excited about, like, Penn State's chances. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it made sense. I mean, they were, like, you know, completely just destroying people. But, like, now, like, I hear people talking about like you know they can lose the rest of the games a season. I'm like, wow, that's that's a shocking turnaround. Yeah, you know, no weird. It is coming from that powerhouse. Well, but like it's that it, it it's that thing of like okay, you and I like you, we look at Penn State and we perceive them as this like powerhouse, but the real in, in in national college football the reality is they're not. Wow, well, they're bigger than most. They're they're bigger than they're a top ten, top fifteen team. Like that's what their aspirations should be. Like like Pitt's aspir like like the way national the way college football is nowadays. It's like you know either you're the the upper echelon or you're just an also ran. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like those top four seeds. I mean it's Bama, it's Georgia. It's Oklahoma, you know, Cincinnati right now is like the wild card because they're probably going to run the table in the AAC. They're, you know, they're going to win their conference. They're the number two team in the country right now. They should be in that conversation, but somebody's going to force them out. Like, is like college football just doesn't want them there. Yeah. You know, college football wants Bama. They, they, They want Georgia. They want Oklahoma. They want Ohio State. That's who they want. Yeah. You know, they, they set the table for those teams. Right. And, you know, and here's here's little old Cincinnati, who, by the way, 
in my opinion, is is probably one of the top four teams in the country. But like, you have to ask yourself that question. Okay, if I put Cincinnati against Georgia, does Cincinnati keep it close? Right. You know what I mean? Like that's the question you have to ask yourself when like you talk about like this other five conferences. And even like a pit, like if Pitt was, if Pitt hadn't lost at Western Michigan, if, if they were, they were seven and zero right now, okay, like, but of course they they had the pit and they lose to Western yeah. Michigan, but if, but like, I wouldn't be sitting here like pounding the table like they should be a top four team because they're not. Right. You put Pitt against Alabama, they're gonna get you know boat raced. It's not even gonna be close, you know. Ah, uh, sure, yeah. They're just not in that league. That there's only a select group of teams that are in that that conversation, and like people think Pitt should be, people think Penn State should be, but the reality is they're just not. Right. You know, they 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 they're never and they're you know they're probably never gonna be, but yeah. Penn Weird. State certainly thinks they should be because they're, you know, they're paying James Franklin's like one of the top five paid coaches in the country right now. Oh wow! You know, so Penn State's spending the money. Right. You know, they're they're right up there with spending the money with like Alabama and LSU and like all you know all, all these other teams that you talk about that get into that conversation. But right. you know, I mean, the reality is, it's the same reality Pitt has. Who who wants to play at Penn State? Who wants to go to Happy Valley? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, what top-tier college recruit wants to go to Happy Valley? It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, right. You know? Sure. And I, I don't say there's a knock against Penn State, but that's just the reality of college football nowadays. Like, these kids don't look at, like, the history of your program – they just look at, you know, what have you done for me lately? Well, these are the teams that have won lately, you know? Yeah. And you and you look like there are some that rise and then fall back again, like, like a Florida State or an LSU. Like, they'll be good for a year or two, and then they'll fall back down. But, like, yeah, I look at those schools, especially like Florida State. Like, Florida State was a dominant program for years. Like USC. Yeah. Miami, like look, look at like Miami stinks. They've stunk for years, but like you think back to like the nineties and the early two thousands. I mean, they were the fucking you. Yeah, right. You know, but but you know they don't pull in the money like Bama does. You know, yeah. They, you know, yeah, like I see they they give like these tours, like these virtual tours of like. Well, here's the locker room in Alabama. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is better than my house. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, you know, it's like a wall of like TVs all connected. Like, you know, yeah, these are all where all of our PlayStations are hooked up so the kids can play against each other. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, it's a wall of TVs. And you're like, holy shit. You know. Yeah, they, they've got. It's funny. It's funny because they, you know, they give them all this shit, right? I mean, they do. I mean, they are hooked up at those big, big schools. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, like, you know, Rocky Ford training equipment and shit for every single player. And, like, it's fucking nuts. TVs above the treads. and Yeah. 
crazy ice bath type things and jacuzzis and you know they're treated like fucking millionaires truly oh yeah i mean they are but you know you get in these smaller schools and you know uh you get in these smaller schools even you know on any level and you got some coach you know you know buying this kid lunch or taking him out you know taking him for a drive home and they're fucking all over him like Oh, that's illegal. You can't be doing that. You you can't be doing any of that. Meanwhile, yeah, you know, at at Wayne Manor, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh my uh, god. But by, by the way, this room here is the random pussy room. You just go in there and get some <laughs> random pussy. Yeah, you know, like no, exactly. Yeah. You're like, holy hell. Phase up, boys. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and they're—I mean, the school is giving them everything. Yeah. As long as they don't connect it to the boosters, they're okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. But the boosters—I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Don't think you know. I know it, it, there's a lot of shade there, but there are some actually honest people out there that just want to try to give someone some help. You know what I mean? And boy, if they get caught giving them any kind of help, like here's a yeah. hundred bucks, just you know, get some new shoes or something. You know? Yeah. I mean, oh, your yeah. poor college, whatever. Oh, they're they're all over them. Meanwhile, yeah. at Bruce Bruce Wayne's Manor over here. Yeah. Wayne Manor. You know, they're yeah. the kid has ten pairs of shoes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Well, and I mean, they that's where like the the name and likeness. When they when they have to, but they won't but touch his pictures. But that's where like okay, that's where like the name and likeness rights come in. Like, so now all of a sudden. I, as a college student, have control over my own name and likeness, and I can use it however I see fit. So, like, for the first time ever, like, I'm watching that game yesterday, and, like, people were wearing, like, shirts of Kenny Pinkett's name on it because oh, okay. he's selling it. Like, he he partnered with the with some company to sell, like, sweatshirts with his, with his name and, like, Heisman, you know, Kenny for Heisman and shit like that. Like, yeah. Which has never been done before. Like, you know. Right. So Kenny Pinkett's making money as the quarterback of the University of Pittsburgh off of his name. But like again, the problem becomes like, okay, that second string left tackle, you know, has no opportunity. Right. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like no nobody even the first string left tackle, nobody wants to like, you know, hey, uh, Hey Bob, we've we've got a great deal for you, you know. No, I mean, yeah. so like, like the, they they this name and likeness stuff is like great, but only for certain players. Right, running backs, you know? wideouts. Yeah, like those name guys. Linebackers. You know, maybe if I'm a, yeah, if I'm a 20, maybe maybe if I'm like a 22 year old offensive lineman, I'm like going to a bar and like saying like, hey, I'll be your official spokesperson. <laughs> you know, you know, like, right. that, that would be like the best I could do. Like, you give me fifty bucks, I'll show up on Tuesdays. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, I agree. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about you know, it's funny. You listen to all the quarterbacks and everything like that throughout the NFL throughout the years. And say what you want about Ben or not, but he always gives credit to his O line. Oh yeah. 
I mean, he is very like close to that O line, no matter who it is. Yeah, like I I remember like in Super Bowl thirty, like that was like his first thing was like, hey O line, like you know, because like everybody was like ragging on like, oh this offensive line is horrible, and they're like he's like no, they're my boys. Yeah, but I mean yeah. like, he's always with them. I mean like yeah. he gives a lot of credit to his O line, which you don't yeah. hear that often, and that's no. given like. And he's shelling, he shells out a lot of credit to those linemen. Yeah. I've heard it over and over and over and over. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. But I think that's actually kind of nice. You know, versus it being all about me. And Ben's not really like that. He is when he loses. But well, I, when he wins, I, it's not really about him. He's actually pretty, pretty you know. He, 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 well, I mean, uh, he knows how to say all the right things, but on the other side of that, like, like Mike Pouncey was his best friend. Yeah. You know, like, he, he does befriend, like, the offensive line. He He's like, you know, him and the offensive line are like boys. You know? Right. So, like, I, I, I do think that, like, you're right. Like, I've heard other offensive linemen over the years that he, he's had talk about, like, you know, yeah, you know, Ben's just one of the boys. You know? Yeah. When it comes to that, like, I don't see him, like, you know, hanging out with the wide receivers or the running backs. I, you know, I think he's hanging out with the, the big fellas. He does, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard about him going out to drink, you know, stuff like that in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's with that line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He doesn't hang around, from what I understand, like, he doesn't hang around anybody, like, real flashy, like, brown. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't. No. Yeah. It's just the O-line. You know what I mean? It's yeah, weird. I, I can respect that. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, how much porn was he watching with those boys, too? You heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. It's his life, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he... He's definitely chosen wisely, and he's chosen unwisely, and he's chosen wisely, and I think he chose wisely as far as his career goes. I mean, he straightened the shit out. He did, and he's making money. I mean, he'll be set for life. Yeah, I I mean, it's but it's that funny thing of like, what does he do next? Like, like I, I look at oftentimes I look I look at like great quarterbacks and like you look at like Drew Brees he has this great personality he now he's on NBC and he's too ugly sure, for TV that's what you're going I'm just kidding, I'm well, just kidding. like it, but it's but it's like okay like I'm kidding know, about that Peyton Manning and Eli Manning are like you know they're these you know bright personalities they're doing like that ESPN Monday Night Manning which is like great to watch right. um. You know, it's Tom Brady's the one guy. He's like, like when he retires, he doesn't have to do shit. You know, but he's still like right. he, he's got he's got an interesting enough personality. Like if if he wanted to do TV, he could. And he's got a look to him. Yeah. Brett Favre, yeah. same way, had a look to him. Marino yeah. has a look to him. Right. Like Ben looks ben, like Cower. Yeah. Like I, I Cower doesn't. Like, Cower doesn't stand out when you look when you look at that TV, and you see Sims. I mean, you see you see all these people on TV, and, and then there's. And then there's Cower, you're like, what the fuck's that all about? And then yeah. you hear him talk, you know, and he's like, it's so like, it's so weird. He's yeah. just such the opposite. He's like the the little black duck of the group, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the ugly duckling or whatever. 
Like I don't but, see like a, a career like after man. football for Ben. He like he he's gonna have to like okay, I, I need to do something else. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You thought that what's his name? Everybody loves what's his name? Um Dallas quarterback. Tony Romo. Yeah, people love Romo. I know. But he's got personality. Like, really? He does. He's really made a name for himself. I could I can't even believe that I'm even saying that. Like I never like Tony Romo was a guy like like he was a quarterback of the Cowboys, so I automatically hated him. But like listening to him like over the years, like even before he retired, I'm like, he seems like he'd be a cool guy to like, hang out with, like have a beer with. Yeah, you know. And that's how I it can comes to myself TV. like hanging out with Tony Romo and like you know enjoying myself. Right. Like I'm like, hey, so what was Jessica Simpson like? <laughs> you know, I bet she looks good naked, right? You know, <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. You know. I just, I mean, I, I think, I don't know. I like someone else. I just hate it. Like Collinsworth is the worst. And so, but he's always been the worst. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like I don't never see myself like having a conversation with him. Ever. You know, you know I, I don't feel that way about Chris Collinsworth. I do. I can't. I know nobody fucking likes him, but I do. I think he. My only problem with Chris Collinsworth is you can tell whenever he calls a Steelers game, he has a very hard time complimenting the Steelers. Oh, I know. Because he got you know paint brushed by them so many times in his career. (laughs) Right. You know. So I get that, and so even like all these years later, he still has like this like, you know, yeah, the Steelers, yeah. they look good. I don't know. You know, I mean, like I can't yeah. get that. But he like, bends over for any team that's playing the Steelers. Right. He does. It's but like at the, at the so. same time, like if you're if I watch any other game and he calls other than a Steeler game, he is full of information. Like he does like so much fucking homework. Like he breaks down tape of yeah. both teams. Like I, he is very informative, and I, I think he brings a lot to the other when calling a game. Other than a Steeler game. Yeah, what happens to him when he's on a Steeler game? It's just like it's, it's like you it's know, awful. It's it's that whole thing of like you know, oh man, they paintbrushed me so fucking much. Like all those years of just like getting like Carnell Lake and Rod Woodson in my face all day long. I just I mean, I've seen signs that says that say "fuck you, Collinsworth." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like he just he he can't. He, he can't be objective calling a Steeler game because he hates them so fucking much. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because like, he doesn't feel that way about the Browns, right? You know, it's but mean. and the Brown and the Browns were better than the Steelers at that time, you know. But still, it's right. like he just doesn't have that hatred for the Browns. Like, he, like it's just it's like, fuck, I hate the Steelers. It's you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like like years ago, like back in the day, like in the eighties. And like into the 90s, I think. Like they had an announcement, his name was Bob Trumpy. Bob Trumpy played for the Bengals back in the 70s. Uh-huh. And Bob uh-huh. Trumpy, like whenever he got stuck calling a Steeler game, like, you could just tell he was like angry about it. <laughs> like he was just like, Yeah, yeah, Chuck Noll he's a good coach. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
you got to give props to those recruiters back then. There's the one, they're the ones that put those teams together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Spotting these guys out on, you know, that's crazy. Come on, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, true. Long overdue to be in the Hall of Fame, too. I mean, like, he was the first guy to start recruiting, like, those um, historically black colleges and stuff. Yeah. Like, if you look at, like, the 72, that 72 draft of the Steelers, it has, like, nine Hall of Famers in it or some shit. Yeah. Like, you know, Stallworth was, like, from a historically black college. Somebody else, I think Donnie Shell was, Mel Blunt. Like, these guys weren't, like, they weren't playing at, like, powerhouse schools. They like He was scouring, like, everywhere. Yeah. And, you know. And he found these guys. I mean, they're all Hall of Famers now. And you like, like, you look at that, like that class, the '72 class, is considered probably the greatest draft class ever. Damn. You know, and it, it was all Bill Nunn back then, and like the scouting that he did. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Anyway, holy football. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the whole podcast was football. Holy football. <laughs> Well, is there anything you'd like to add to the uh, proceedings there, sir? No, I'm good, sir. I will remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, you can send us an email, like Thad does each and every week, but we don't read it. Uh, and an email address is <laughs> pittsburghnerdyyahoo.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. I do put out a vlog every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, so search Pittsburgh nerd on YouTube. You'll find what I have, my thoughts there as well. And um, again, I want to thank uh, Todd Wolfson from uh, yeah. just buried productions. And of course our friends at the nerd corner for hosting us uh, last week. Uh, we're looking forward to doing that again. I, end up, I think tentatively, tentatively, unless Ian tells me otherwise, uh, we're looking at November 20th. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, the November 20th at the Nerd Corner. Yeah. I'm checking for sure. Yeah, Ian's checking for sure. So while he checks the schedule to verify that, so we're looking at November 20th. Uh, again, we'll probably, you know, around 5 o'clock. Um, I'll be there 4.30-ish. Quick story. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 20. We're, we're good for that? The 20th? Okay. Yeah. So quick, quick story about the Nerd Corner last week. Uh-huh. I, I want to get this in because I felt like a total dick. Okay. So I walk into Nerd Corner, and I'm kind of looking around because, like, the table, like, again, the place evolves, and the tables were behind stuff that we were sitting at. And there's this big guy, big bushy beard, long hair. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, how are you? I don't know if he's a customer. I don't know if he's an employee. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. I just walk on back and there's Thad. And I say, hey to Thad. And uh, the dude comes back over. He's like, you don't recognize me. Here's my fucking cousin, Joe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I felt like a total dick. Wow. Didn't you are like, a dick. I am a dick. I, I'm like, this is this mountain man look he's got rolling with. I'm like, I didn't even recognize you. I feel like a total asshole. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen him in like two years. So, but still, that's no excuse. Like, I'm just like, oh man, I'm an ass. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, so November 20th, we're going to be at the Nerd Corner. I hope my cousin Joe will show up after uh, I totally didn't know who the fuck he was. Hey, you're probably banned. I am. I am. That side of the family probably fucking hates me right now. He probably went back <laughs> and told my Aunt Marcy. He's like, you didn't fucking recognize me. Like, looked at me like, I, like I was a customer. A <laughs> <Hey>, customer. <laughs> didn't even introduce himself to me. <laughs> Treated me like a schlep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I am sorry, Joe. I know you listened to the show. I hope you got this deep and you heard this because I feel awful about it. Um. <laughs> so November twentieth, five p.m. ish, we will be recording. Always a good time. Hope you'll come out and say hello. Yeah. And. uh as always, I want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. Can't thank you enough for that. Uh, we greatly appreciate your support. Yeah, for sure. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>